I'd like to share with you an idea that actually hit me this week. A new way of understanding a very difficult posuk in this week's parasha. The Torah talks about the Indian of keeping Shemitah and then it goes to the parasha of Yovel. And as the Torah concludes, it talks about an economical problem. How is the economy going to manage? And the Pesach reads, V'chisoymru, Man noichal bashon ha-shviyas, Hein loin nizrav, loin nesayif is tfuoseinu. How are we going to manage? Without cutting, without planting, how are we going to manage? Hashem responds, V'tzivisi es birchosi. I will command my blessing, I'll give my brocha. And that brocha will already be given Bashana Ashishis That's the that's the Pasuk. So all the Mafarshim are 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 they discuss why in the world does this start with a question? Clearly, the Jews should not be asking questions. That's not a Lukhathila. Yes, if somebody asks a question, we have to we have to deal with it. But the the order at hand is bitochen. And there isn't a mitzvah that's more bitochen centralized than the mitzvah of Shemitah. Everything about it is bitochen. And yet here the Torah starts with a question. So one of the interpretations, and again many Mepharshim in different ways use this as a basis to explain what the Torah means is that there's two ways to be blessed. As the Medrash says, there's a concept of oichel kimo mizborech b'meov. person could just have blessing from the little bit that he has. It could, it, 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 it itself could give broch. And, and you need less. You're satisfied by less. And you, the hole doesn't even exist. It has to be filled up. And that's the concept of oichel kimo mizborech b'meov. That's the biggest bracha. Well, you don't need this, you know, outpouring of abundance in order to answer your questions. So in a sense, that approach and many of the Mepharshim that use that approach, the chisoymu, in fact, is, is a bit of it. It's not the way it should be. The Torah is saying, should you ask, then there's a program for you. A program is not great. It's better for the, you have the other program. The other program is where you don't ask and you don't need all of this. But if you ask, this is what will come out. Obviously, this is a, a chiddush. And the reading of the psukim sounds like it's a blessing. It's Okay, and it goes on. There'll be mamish years, years of 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 of, of And it's all called a bracha. It's hard to hard to understand that terence, although it is me used somewhat on a medrash. It hit me possibly that there's a whole different approach, and that this question is a different type of question. And I'll share with you what the Satan Rebbe Rabbi Yoel Zechatzadik Levrocha said in Parshas Ekev. We also find a question over there. In in Perik Zion, Pasuk Zion, the Torah says, "Kisemu b'vavcha rabim agoyim ha'elam imeni." You come to Eretz Yisrael, you'll say that these nations are so much larger and stronger than I am. 
How in the world, how will I be able to conquer them? And the Torah then says, don't worry. Remember what Hashem did? And He'll take care of them. Just like what you saw in Mitzrayim, you'll see, So the obvious question is, what is the key? Why is the Torah suggesting you should ask a question? So Rashi, in fact, says that in, in Pshat, anyway, you have to say that it can't mean if. Of course, Hashem is going to help you even if you don't ask a question. It means maybe, key is like Rashi says, key could also mean Dilma, perhaps. Perhaps you're wondering. Not 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 wonder. Please don't wonder. The Satan Rebbe offers a beautiful idea which goes with the Pesukim, with the reading, the simple reading of the Pesukim, and he says that the Gemara and Sanhedrin discusses that one of the ways that Mashiach will come is when the Miyayish Menagula literally means they'll give up. What does that mean, give up? So Satan Rebbe gives his Pshat, which obviously matches his Hashkafa and uh, his outlook on the Hashkafa about how a Jew is supposed to be in the ghost. And he says that Mashiach will only come when we realize it's not us. So when it says Miyayish, doesn't mean we'll give up. We'll give up on ourselves. We'll realize it's not us. When we realize it's not us, then we're zeichet to the ultimate and the greatest hashgacha from Hakadosh Baruch. And that's what that's that was his chiddush how to read the Yoyeshim and Agula. He says that's the pshat in the pasuk in Ekev. Kisoymar. When you come to the realization that it's not you, it's not in my power. It's not yadi. Then Hashem. Don't worry, Hashem will be there. But you want to be zeichet to the ultimate gilui? You must internalize to yourself the message what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling you. And that message that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling you is that it's not you. Perhaps we could say that's the greatness of Shemitah. The greatness of Shemitah is to remember that it's not us, as many of the Rishonim already bring down. It's Kut It's Hashem. And when the Jew puts down his shovel and shuts down his whole farming system from what he sustained year's end and he goes into this other phase of bitochen, he realizes, what am I going to eat? I, based on what I'm doing, there's nothing for me to eat. But then you look upwards and you realize it's Taka, not you. The reality kicks in. And when the reality kicks in, So perhaps we could say the is not referring to a Jew giving up. It's the realization that I can't eat from what I'm doing. It's not me. I'm not, I'm not planting. I'm not cutting. I'm not collecting. It's not me. As soon as it's not you, it's the ultimate bracha. A good Shabbos.